0: Hello! Welcome to the Pursuit of Relentless podcast. This is Elena Natig, and today I'm excited. We are going to change some lives. I have Alex Vonderhaar with me on the podcast. This guy I've known for a little while. We've been in Arte together for a couple of years now, uh, studying the same business mentors, etc., just building our businesses alongside each other. And Our pre-interview, I learned so much. So I uh, am excited to have Alex on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited, Elaine. Yeah. So tell us about your business. What got you into digital marketing, that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah. So I never thought I would be inside of digital marketing. My background is in psychology and neuroscience. Uh, So I was, I did the traditional, what I call the traditional good boy route, I went to school, went and studied the sciences, right? You study a STEM area in college and everybody says you're guaranteed this beautiful outcome on the other side of it, right? The promised lands there, Uh, learned really hard. That is not the case. And that was a bag of lies. Uh, You have to work 10 times harder after college than what you have to inside of it just to be able to get your foot in the door at places. Um, especially since I didn't have a lot of those warm openings for other businesses during that because I was in I was in research and I was doing studying psychopharmacology which is looking at how drugs affect the brain and the behavior that uh, comes after it. Wow so because I didn't get a doctorate or anything and it doors don't fly open so they really want you to stay in that program for another seven eight years and get yourself another half million dollars in debt just to be able to, Put those letters at the end of your name. And then you still have to go out and do the same proving. Mm-hmm. So after, uh, after I had a near death experience in college, I really started to reframe my life. And I started started finding different ways to connect with myself spiritually, which I hadn't really done yet. And I found, uh, I found flotation therapy, I tried it a few times in college. And then ironically enough, when I got back from college, started working at a float center for minimum wage, just because I couldn't find a job anywhere else. And when I was there, that's really where I started to get my hands inside of digital marketing was we were running Facebook, Google, and Instagram ads. And within about 18 months of working there, we took them from a serious situation of personal and business debt up to $2.2 million in sales using Facebook, Instagram, and Google. So Mm -hmm. I got my hands super dirty with that in the process of learning digital marketing And in that process, we realized how much of it overlaps with psych and neuroscience. Mm -hmm. So I started doing a lot of personal research. I started investing in mentors, people like Ed and Andy. Uh, I invested a ton into other digital marketers, a ton into other copywriters. So that way I could start to learn these fundamental skills that were going to make me totally unique. And exactly what everybody inside the business world says is that you have to find a way to differentiate yourself. You have to find a way to solve a problem with a unique solution and that's exactly what we decided to do, was we took the field of neuromarketing and really brought it alive inside the United States. That's so cool. Yeah.
0: How have you transitioned into your own business?
1: Yeah, so that started after helping somebody, helping the Float Center get up to multi-million dollars in sales within about a year and a half, and I was still making minimum wage. I was managing two brick-and-mortar locations, doing all the digital marketing, and I was running myself ragged. It. I I reached that spot of having the conversation with my mom and my girlfriend of can we take this risk? Can we do it? So after I left them, I tried a corporate job for two weeks, couldn't stand it. Uh, I tried a door-to-door sales job that lasted for about three months. And then I got run off the road by a car, uh, broke my glasses. I was almost broke my phone, like screen was shattered type of thing. And I called my boss and told him what had happened. And he said, well, you're just going to have to stay out there and keep selling for the rest of the day. And it was pouring rain. And I, I looked over and I was like, man, what in the hell am I doing? Like, this is not where I want to be. This is not how I should be doing it. Like we're just making all the wrong moves just to make short-term money. Mm -hmm. I was like, I know I have a skill. I know I'm good at digital marketing. I love the idea of bridging it with psychology and neuroscience because it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So After that, January 1 of 2018, we turned on Hidden Falls Media and we've been moving ever since. That's
0: so funny. That's the exact timeline of when I started my transformation as well. Wow. Uh, January 2018, I started tracking my habits. I started really focusing on what I wanted and getting clarity on what my life is going to look like because up until that point, I had no direction whatsoever other than what I'd been given from my parents and my friends and my teachers and the previous mentors in my life. So really, again, that was when I started uh, actually doing the personal development on another level, like focusing on the neuroscience side of things. I started studying Joe Dispenza. I started studying, uh, like you said, Ed and Andy, um, Darren Hardy, Mm -hmm. all of these incredible, successful people. And what you realize is they're very similar. It's like, yeah this person does this this person does it like this this person does it like this but they're all doing the same thing they're focusing right. on what they want and your brain just starts mapping what you have to do to get there and I'm like yeah it's,
1: it's part of the reticular activating system
0: yeah I'm reading the book right now from Joe Dispenza breaking the habit of being yourself
1: oh I haven't read that one yet oh dude read it so <laughs> Okay. Good
0: so good. I'm only like I'll 35 or four, no, I'm actually like 50 pages in now. I got really into it the last couple of days, but uh it is literally just hey, these are old habits and patterns that you've been given. You just have to figure out what you actually want and your brain will figure out a way to get you those things. Yeah. And I'm like, "Interesting." But a lot of people don't believe in that. They're like, "Uh, oh, like my my son. He loves me. He calls it my heebie-jeebie stuff. My husband does. He's like, that's your heebie-jeebie stuff. And I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> like I'm, yeah. bag, Cause I'm still going to manifest my dreams. Like that's <laughs> happening, but uh, you just got to focus on it. So I've been really focused this last couple of weeks since I started reading that book on just being more aware of what I'm thinking about, mm. because he says, um, what wires together fires together. Yep. So if you're focused on the positive things, you're going to attract positive things. If you're focused on constant negativity, constant complaining, which is how I used to be, you attract negativity to your life. And I'm like, huh. Hmm. So, uh, for instance, thanking people for listening to the podcast or asking for reviews, I'm not going to get those things if I don't ask for them. Right. Right. No, one's going to just like review the podcast for the hell of it. (laughs) You know, it's, It's doing a favor. Hey, you get value from the show, rate and review it, subscribe. You know, that's how you grow a following. That's how you increase your media, all that kind of stuff. So what, what was the shift for you? It was that moment where you were just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Or was there another defining moment for you when you decided to go into business for yourself?
1: Yeah, I, I really learned this in the Two and a half weeks ish that I was at uh, the corporate-based job, which is I don't I do really well with monotonous tasks. I I love the idea of processes and s- procedures to get to a system to where you can optimize it and run it like a machine. And I saw so many inefficiencies, and I saw so much so much of a level of politics in the way of my success if I didn't do it on my own. Mm -hmm. Because I never want to be able to say they didn't give me the shot or the opportunity or there was some level of excuse as to why I wasn't able to be where I wanted to be. And I think when I started to really put that together through flotation practice for the two years I was there, plus a little bit beforehand, um, I really got a lot of good introspection and a lot of good insight as to what I really wanted. And I think without the near-death experience and without going in through a ton of flotation therapy to try to chase that feeling again and chase that experience. Um, I don't think I'd be here so very much. I, and from that, I really truly believe deep inside me that life happens for us, not to us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, man. And when you change that perspective, everything shifts, uh,
0: <laughs> like to the point where this is really weird. Pre-warning. I was driving to work one day and I was like, Ooh, going to be late no, not going to be late. I'm going to be there right on time. Everything's going to be good. I'm going to hit all the green lights. I put on a song called green lights by Cruella, who's my favorite artist. And, uh, I was just like, everything's going to be okay. Guess what happened? (laughs) Every single green light. I didn't show up late. You know, I was like, that boggles my mind how you can literally just be like, okay, no, I'm not going to focus on the negative. I'm not going to sit there and stress out about being uh, late to work or, Oh, all of this bad stuff's going to happen today, or it's going to be super stressful. No, I'm like, Hmm, what can I do today to help me move to right to the right direction? Right. Yeah. That's it. So how have you found business so far? Like what, what do you like about it? (laughs) What have you learned? What are some experiences that you'd want to share?
1: Yeah. I mean, talking about that, it's a exercise in personal development, which was one of the biggest and earliest lessons that I learned is that the more I grow as a person, the more the business grows. Yeah. And kind of racking my head it really shifted my perspective as to okay, I create I create a product or I create a solution and then I put a dollar amount on that somehow and then it's supposed to give me a certain amount minus my expenses, right? And figuring out more of the mathematical side and I noticed when I started to play those games in my head, it never went the way I wanted it to. But what I noticed was that when I was putting personal achievements in front of me, success in business came afterwards Mm -hmm. or it came in other ways that I wasn't expecting. So random clients that I'd never heard of before said they listened to one podcast episode or they saw one social media post and now they're ready to drop all this money to be an agency client. I'm thinking like, man, like it doesn't happen when you think it's going to but it's laying the foundation and laying the brickwork down to be in the position to receive it. And I attribute it a lot like to how I attribute playing guitar and trying to express other areas of creativity and kind of exercise my mind in different ways, which is even if I show up for 10 minutes a day, I'm at least putting myself in a position to possibly win. And if I don't show up and put in the time, even for 10 minutes, it's just not gonna happen. Um, And that was one of the biggest kind of aha moments is that it's not like anything else that we've been taught at any other point in our life. What we've always been taught is you show up, but that's just the mandatory requirement for it. you have to pass tests and turn in homework assignments in order to get the grade. Mm -hmm. That doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't translate instead of looking at it from a degree of personal development of saying, hey, I've been able to accomplish this, this, this and this. This has elevated my thinking and my perspective and my identity to a new level every time. And I've noticed that when I'm constantly looking to raise my identity that one or two degrees through these small tasks, that over the course of a year, I've been able to really do a lot. So the first year in business, we really did fairly well. And then I started looking at employees. I started looking at growth. And I realized how many holes I had inside my business. And that was the point when I started to get turned on to Arite. I applied, I found out it was 50 grand and I was like, well, <laughs> like I'm first year in business, there's no way that's going to happen. Nope. So then I I made a promise to my girlfriend. I said we're going to work our tails off for the next year to get to the spot where I can afford to be an RITE because I know it's going to have that level of impact on my life and on my business just being surrounded and being educated by people that have done that because I don't have a background in business. And after talking with the people that I employ now that do have backgrounds in business, they're like, nothing else is like what you're teaching us and distilling down from these people and applying for us. There's nothing else like it. So after the first year, we really went through, I hired people, and I learned really quick that all these small holes in our customer experience were really hindering our growth forward. So we let go of everybody, we gave them money on the way out the door and said, I'm sorry, we hired you, but like, we've got to fix this first, Mm -hmm. before we look at bringing on more business for them just to fall flat, because I didn't want to be that ad agency, or that marketing agency that said, you know, your problem is a lack of ad spend, when very rarely that's ever the case, right? Mm -hmm. If you can make it work on a $10,000 $10,000 budget, you can make it work on a $100 budget, more ad spend is never the right answer for that. And I didn't want to be that type of agency. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be the one that was able to look at things strategically and from a, from a psychology and influence and persuasion, and learning to tap into people's needs and really aligning products and services with that. And I under, started to understand that, that takes time with a lot of businesses and a lot of companies, because you can't just make that dramatic switch. So from the end of 2018, all the way through, um, probably July of 2020, we were, we were a skeleton crew. It was me driving the bus, me changing the wheels on the tire every day type of thing. And, uh, January, we start bringing people on and it's really started to grow.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. So what has it turned into now?
1: Now it's turned into a force. Which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's turned into a business that I feel I feel confident enough that if I walked away for a few days, it would still be okay. Yeah, and I can't say that I've ever had that type of mental security before in the business. That's and a funny. lot of it's because I've spent the last six months trying to develop really good employees that can handle things for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a huge shift in my business since I hired someone who knows what they're doing. Uh, it's oh, it's incredible to have an assistant that actually knows how to submit investment paperwork and insurance policies and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to worry. You know, it's just being able to breathe when you're at your brother-in-law's wedding, being the MC, not having to stress out about the fact that one of your clients is like, hey, can you submit a mortgage referral for me today? And I'm like, um. help, you know, (laughs) but, uh, I don't have to stress about it anymore. And that's the best feeling in the world is just knowing that there's other people out there that are helping me along the way. And I know know for a fact, I couldn't do this by myself. You know, you have to, you have to learn yourself first, uh, in any business when, whether you are self-employed or you're simply like running a business system, like you were talking about that generates multiple streams of income and all of that kind of stuff that runs when you're not there. Most people think that when they have a business that is them working for themselves, that that's a business. And I'm like, "Ah, you're in business for yourself, but you're still on the self-employed spectrum, right? You're still, still own that job. And really you own the job of three to five people because you're doing everything. Right. But then once you transition to having an agency or having a team, everything shifts. So like yesterday I made 800 bucks because one of my agents made money and I'm like, cool, go yeah. work. Yay. Build a better life for yourself. Yay. <laughs> you know, but that was two years ago that I planted that seed. So yep. it's just, it's reaping the harvest after you've put in the work.
1: Yeah. That's been a really, really kind of surreal experience throughout all of this is seeing seeing what skills are really being developed long-term and what I'm seeing pull out of the different groups that I'm in. And more importantly, the people I'm around. Yeah. Um, we were having a stat, We started doing imagination sessions inside of our business about a year ago where we started saying every week we were going to sit down and do uh, 30 minutes of us just imagining what the perfect future for ourselves would look like. in three, six, nine, 12 months and on certain projects right so there's specificity and there's real clear boundaries around what that looks like so that way we can at least aim our conscious mind at it and say okay we know that we're we have the ability to manifest everything we want to manifest out of this Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of where do we focus our attention and in what order of operations do we start to do things Mm -hmm. and ever since we started implementing those the world has really kind of opened up and everything feels truly abundant because it's not a matter of it, it truly is just a matter of time and physical effort that we have towards things, which is incredible to think about that you can build anything you want to. You just have to, and it's so cliche, you just have to put your mind to it. It's hundred percent true. I think every, I think every entrepreneur sees this and they kind of have that like deer in headlight look moment where they're like, holy crap, like I can actually do this. This is something yeah. that's really weird and strange. And now they start getting into things like quantum mechanics and they're looking at well, if this is possible in this reality, it's got to be possible everywhere else too. And I think that's that light bulb moment that a lot of people struggle with in the first few years growing up into that. But once they start to make those connections and they see it happening time and time again, then we're getting self-confident in our ability to do this repeatedly. And that's when we become dangerous.
0: You know, it's cool. In the best sense. Deja vu. And if you actually think of like quantum physics as time just being irrelevant um deja vu is literally you seeing into your future yeah you create that life for yourself and i was listening to andy's podcast this morning and he was talking all about this stuff and it's so cool that we're talking about it right now because i am just mesmerized by it i'm like i am in creation mode right now and i feel like i'm really in tune with where i'm going i know exactly what i want i know well i don't know how it's going to happen I'll give you that much. I have no fucking idea how I'm going to yeah. do it, but I know I will. Right. And it, like you said earlier, it doesn't necessarily happen in the time frame that you expect it to. And I think that that hit me harder than uh, I thought it would, because even this summer, like I went part-time in business intentionally because I planned my wedding and I was in BC and I was with my family and this year is my family year. And I had to be okay with that. Yeah. and that's tough when you're a super achiever just like hungry to be in business for yourself and like producing and doing all the good stuff to take a step back and be like hey I need to be present right now. This is what it's all about. This is what I worked 5 years for and don't mess it up, you know? <laughs> like yeah. you have to be here right now and stop stressing about the fact that you want to be working because this dinner with the family where they're going around saying what their day was like and what the favorite part of their day was, that's what matters. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to start a family right now. So I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, what traditions are we going to have? What, what are we going to implement? Or am I going to have my kid listening to podcasts with me? You know, am I going to have my kid watching TV or am I going to have them on YouTube watching neuroscience videos? Like you said, Mm -hmm. or like my nephew Oh, it's so funny. He's so smart. So, so, so smart. He's six years old. His name's JJ. And he watches like biology YouTube videos for kids. And I'm like,
1: dude. You go, man.
0: You know what's cool though? I bought him Andy's book. And six months later, he goes, Auntie, I love that book that you got me. It's my favorite. I'm like, most kids six months later would have no idea anything to do with that yeah but because he's so smart like he remembers everything and he's like i love that book my sister said that he reads it all the time <laughs> she's like yeah he really likes bulldogs <laughs> so yeah a helpless pitch for uh andy's books go get them they're awesome but yeah like if you just understand that what you feed your mind is what you're gonna attract everything changes
1: yeah it's been a, uh, it's been an interesting shift trying to teach other people this because I want to empower everybody around me now that I, it's almost like you found this really cool secret at Treasure Chest and you're like, just start doing it, right? Like, I just want to like get you to see and open up and look and experience what I see through this because it's so captivating and it's so, so empowering and liberating to know that this is the capability that we have between our ears.
0: Yeah. We're literally... Just creators. Yeah. And the um, book I was reading this morning was talking about how we're creating our lives based on our past. And if we stop living on autopilot, go to work, you know, be awesome, get home, cook dinner, go to sleep, wake up, next thing, next thing, the next thing, it's the same thing every single day yeah, that's what you're going to create for yourself. If you're not adding that personal development or challenging your brain to be better, which is why reading is the first thing I do in the morning because it sets up my mind for the rest of the day, Mm. right? What am I focused on today? What do I, I usually, and this is probably not the best thing to suggest, but I read like three to five books at a time because it's whatever I feel like I'm drawn to that day. So whether Mm. that's leadership or an inspiring story, for instance, or today studying neuroscience. I'm like, this is cool at quantum physics. I'm like, I'm terrible at physics. I got a C and I am an A student, you know, and like, that just goes to show that I am really bad at that stuff. But if you study it, you can get better. And he was talking about an experiment that he did where he had two study groups. One of them actually got to play the piano and the other ones just had to practice the finger movements And the ones that practice the finger movements had just as much success when they had to actually go and play the piano, uh, as the ones who were practicing with playing the piano. And I was like, that is crazy. So if you think about that in the context of everything that you're doing in your life, whether that's something that you want to achieve, like going to the gym, for instance, if you're literally focused on, okay, today, all I got to do is 10 reps, you know, All I got to do is 10 reps. All I got to do is 10 reps. You don't necessarily have to go to the gym to do 10 push push-ups, for example, but you're building that muscle. So for instance, myself this summer, yeah, put on a few pounds. I was on vacation. (laughs) It happened. Anyways, working out again within five days, five days of going to yoga and not eating gluten. I've dropped three inches. Wow. Isn't that insane? Muscle memory, man.
1: Yeah. It's
0: crazy to me. And like instant shift in my body, uh, instant shift in how I feel about myself, the mental clarity that I have. And the thing is I never picked up a book until I met this company, you know, like I never started studying things after high school. You think that when you're done studying, for example, you're done studying, but life is a journey of just learning and growing and If you're stuck where you're at, that means you're not challenging your brain. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Like, oh, (laughs) so if people aren't reading or listening to podcasts, they're going to be stuck for a long time, in my opinion, or if they're not um, just challenging themselves to do something hard, you know?
1: Yeah, there's a really interesting Nielsen statistic and whether you buy into other people's statistics or not, it's entirely up to you. What they claim is that 90% of people that listen to podcasts make over $75,000 a year on average. Oh, easily.
0: All of the people that I know do. And if they don't in their first year, they're going to in their second or third, right? Because they're doing the work. They're studying. Always. Yeah. Constant learning. So when we were talking the other day, you were talking about becoming the lighthouse for people. You want to elaborate on that a little?
1: Yeah. Um, so we've seen a lot of interesting shifts in the way that the way that our society is framed up, the way we communicate with one another, and first, even more specifically inside of my profession, there's a lot of people that are just shouting at the ethos within a platform saying, look at me, how great, look at how great I am, look at what I've been able to accomplish, and really not illuminating what's out there in the form of rocks in the water, or as far as, hey, you're too close to shore on some of these things. And the way that we used to approach business was more of a tugboat style. We would go out, we'd get the client, we'd bring them back to shore, we'd fix whatever issue we have, and then we would send them on their way type of thing. And it's not effective. What's effective is to guide them and show them the way forward. A lot of illuminating those holes, a lot of illuminating where there's sharp objects, hey, you really shouldn't fly there. And here's how we're doing it simultaneously. So we've really focused not just on the customer experience being based around where the lighthouse is, they're moving by and we're here to guide and shine them on their way through and help them see a clear path forward through this. Um, But the light also doesn't give you long-term promise, right? It's just Mm -hmm. here for that moment to guide you on your journey and not to be be an anchor on your journey for them. Mm -hmm. That's really what we've been focused on is how do we create that experience And how do we guide them forward and set up a string of lighthouses along the way for them to illuminate them as they're going and not be pulling them in and out all the time? Mm
0: -hmm. Well, like I said, you can't do the push-ups for someone,
1: right? right?
0: But you can teach them how you did it and hope that they listen. And most of the time they won't, but they're going to figure out their own way of doing it. And then guess what? They're going to teach someone else the way that they did it and someone will listen. But if we just sit there and focus on the fact that we're human and, oh, all of this stuff is happening to me and, oh, my business isn't where I want it to be and all of the complaining and excuses, man, you should see the people that I come across on a daily basis that want to win that are like, hey, what do I got to do? What's next? Yeah. And then you get the other people who are like, I want to win. And then they sleep in until noon and don't do any calls or show up at training. Or I have to like, Hey, are you going to come in on training? Or like, I don't want to babysit. I want people who are driven. I want people who are motivated to be excellent, you know? And I think that being the lighthouse is adding value to other people and teaching them the skills that they need to learn to achieve. Totally it's so important. If you can, if you can add value to someone in any way possible, they're going to remember that. Yeah. And like Andy says, make a friend, make a sale, right? And when you're a salesman and most entrepreneurs are the best salesmen <laughs> you'll ever meet, but uh, my sales technique isn't shove it down your throat. This is what you have to buy. It's, Hey, here's your options. What one do you want? And that works for me. And I'm not the pushy guy who's like, you have to do this. And I mean, sometimes you got to be like, you want this one. <laughs> like, yeah. trust me, you want this one. Uh, but like, I don't know. Which car insurance do you want to go? You know, like, right. you have these options, you pick. I, I would rather make the decision myself, you know, versus someone telling me, this is what you have to do. Because then, I don't know, I always... I always get that mentality of the the slimy salesman who's just trying to make a buck, right? And I'm like, I don't wanna be seen as that guy and you don't have to as a salesman. You can be whatever you want and that you're gonna attract the people that you are, right? Yeah. So if you're, if you're just trying to nickel and dime people and get as much money as you can, it's gonna be harder to make sales versus going in going, how can I serve you? What are the things that you need? What are your values? What do you like focused on what is your five-year plan, your 10-year plan? Um, What do you need help with, right? Whether I've literally helped clients babysit their children. I have helped them move. I have shoveled my neighbor's driveway. You know, like you never know what you're going to do to help someone. But if you're always focused on moving forward in whatever makes you feel good, then you're going to help someone else feel good. right? Like you just want to always make sure that you're, you're adding value in my opinion, as in any
1: business. hundred percent. And I think it'll pay off when we look at the noise that's surrounding us on so much negativity, what a positive way to impact your community and what a way to blow past all that noise. If you just come out and be positive and happy with people, Mm
0: -hmm. people think you're crazy.
1: Yeah, that's okay.
0: Elena, how do you keep up your energy? I'm like, I read books, I meditate.
1: You (laughs) know,
0: I drink lots of water. I have a good fitness regimen. Like, I do the things that are hard. I get up at six in the morning, even when I work for myself, you know? And that's late compared to a lot of entrepreneurs. Angela Bradford, man, that girl is just a crazy human. (laughs) She gets up at like four, four thirty every day, and I'm like, uh, do you sleep ever? <laughs> like, is that a thing? Uh, she's like, I don't need it. I'm, I'm energized. Like I'm ready to go if I'm tired to take a nap. And I was like, okay, cool. You know? And I did one of my first podcasts, actually it was my second podcast with Angela. And we were talking about associations and like just how to live a better life. And she still calls me at least once a week. We do our, um, Saturday morning calls at seven in the morning and every single week, we just reflect on our weeks and we go, Hey, what did we learn this week? What are the things that we need help with? And we just collaborate. And I think that that's such a big thing, especially in the media world is connecting with other people because you never know who needs your help. You never know who's watching. It's so weird. I got a referral the other day and this guy's like, yeah, I've been watching you on social media for like two years. And I was like, what? (laughs) Why are you being a creeper and not engaging on my stuff? Right, I'm like, talk to me, weirdo. I don't know. Hashtag engage. Uh, but yeah, it's so cool to just see who is who's there and who you're impacting. Yeah. Because yeah, like we were talking about earlier, that's how you that's how you build a business.
1: Yep. And I think Gary Vee and Joe Rogan nailed it with their perspective on it, which is even if you have one person whose life is impacted from it, it was worth doing
0: the win. Totally. I have a girl who I recruited. She was like my first licensed agent in business and she's no longer licensed with me. She works for a different company. Uh, But she sent me a message and it impacted me. So on such a deep level, she's like, Elena, did you know how much of an impact you've had on my life? And I was like, not even a little bit. I have no idea what you're talking about. And she's like, my son gets a better mom because you taught me how to do personal development. And you taught me how to think more and like not be one of those people that just shows up because that's what we're told, right? You don't have to go to university to get an education. No. You get a free education if you know the right people. Right, and if you want to learn, just go Google it. <laughs> you know, like you're going yeah. to find some interesting things. But
1: I I look at it from a uh, very much a push and retreat perspective. With that, we're all push into groups, and I'll say, what do I need to learn to get to where you're at? And mm-hmm. then I retreat, and then I just go and I go deep into whatever they tell me. And then when I start to have questions, that's when I'll come back. And that model has served me so much in the last few years, especially being inside of business groups and personal development groups like we're in, to be able to say, okay, I'm struggling with, let's say, uh, accounting processes, reach out, what do I need to do? What do I need to learn in order to make this effective? Mm -hmm. Okay, they said I need to do X, Y, Z, A, B, C. And they really didn't give me an order, but I bet I can go Google now that I know those topics, how do I start to kind of put it all together? Mm -hmm. And I think you're right. There's nothing, there's nothing you can't Google. There's nothing you can't find out on YouTube to some degree. It's just in what order do you start looking for things? And I think that's where having that person to kind of come in and mentor you and say, hey, you need to look at this first, but because it'll cascade the rest of these. But if you put this one first, you might not see how important this one is to cascade the rest of them
0: learning the six human needs blew my oh.
1: mind oh let's talk about that for a second that's entirely how we base every single one of our marketing campaigns yeah for the ability that when you start to focus on those six human needs and we'll go over those real fast four people of uh, certainty uncertainty significance growth contribution and love and belonging when you filter those six through one of three pillars if you can get more of them in one piece of content even better but when you filter those through the idea of education, inspiration or entertainment, now you've got something. Now you've got a winning formula of 18 different combinations that you can stack together to be able to try to connect with your audience. So this idea of, I don't know what to post, I don't know how to post, I don't even know what to say, right? that totally obliterates the playing field. And now you get to have creativity because you have discipline around what you're talking about. You have something to anchor it to. So if I know I'm gonna talk about the fact that me and you need some level of novelty within our lives, most entrepreneurs do. So if I'm looking at ways to impact you through novelty and education, I can say, hey, look at all these interesting things you could learn, right? And I'm almost playing the shiny object syndrome at that point. Or let's say you need some type of growth in your life that you feel like you're not growing as fast as you need to. And I can do that through ways of inspiration, right? And now I'm tying growth and inspiration together to create a piece of content that's meant to impact you in that way. When we know what we're aiming towards with this, it's a lot easier and you blow past everybody because you're not focused on the sale. You're focused on bringing value because all we hear is value, 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 value inside your content. Well, what the hell does that even mean? Mm -hmm. This is what it means. You lay out one of those 18 ways to roll with, try them out, build that reputation with your audience. And I promise you, you're going to see results.
0: So just as an example of that, When I learned about the six human needs, I had such a hard time differentiating what I am, but I am Mm -hmm. extremely, uh, significance driven and I'm extremely contribution driven. I love the feeling that I get when someone calls me and goes, Elena, do you know how much you impacted my life? And I'm like, boom, bitch, that's how it's done. (laughs) You know, like that's when I get up in the morning (laughs) and that was a little forward, but at the same time, I'm just like, oh it makes me emotional. Like, that's why I do this. That's why I push myself. People are like, you're, you're crazy. What do you do all this stuff for? Why do you live such a regimented life? And I'm like, cause I don't want your life. I don't, Mm.
1: I want to have a better life. Let's go. Right. (laughs) I mean, for real, that's why people get into this. I don't want want what that is because I see, I see the consequences and I see the consequences of the other lifestyle too. But I'm willing to accept the other consequences for that lifestyle because I know what's going to happen in the process. I'm okay with losing friends in the process. I'm okay with you not being in my inner circle if you used to be, because it's not going to serve where I'm going to go. And you mm-hmm. should feel the exact same way as a human on a growth trajectory of your own too.
0: I love it when people are like, oh, you should slow down. What do you mean? You should take a break, Elena. You should really take a break. And I'm like, a break from what? What? A break from what? A break from building my dream life? No, I'm good. Like the last sentence of my goals that I read to myself every single day is other people's success is reliant on me. Let's go. Yeah. You read that to yourself every day and I scream that out loud. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so funny. I'm glad I don't have any roommates anymore for the fact that I'm like, let's go. <laughs> you know? But you just focus on that that energy that you're bringing and like how to be your best self. Because when you feel good about yourself, people around you feel it. If you're down, I can tell instantly. I, and a lot of people aren't in tune with their energy that much, but if I am feeling down, I'm depressed. I hunch my shoulders. I lean in instead of like sitting proud and tall and just going, Hey, I'm right here. I'm hard to ignore because I'm six foot one, but uh, <laughs> I'm six I'm,
1: four, I'm right there with you. Yeah,
0: man, my husband's six four too, <laughs> and uh, it's just it's crazy how vibrant you can be if you're focused on it. Yeah, like when I learned the six human needs, just I got off on a tangent there, but what I was going to say earlier is in 2017 my business did 19 recruits. Okay. 19 in 2018, we did 140. Wow. That's a little bit of a growth trajectory. Right. And just being able to watch people learn and develop and grow themselves, there's nothing cooler than watching one of your guys make more money than you make. That's cool especially when it's your old boss, right? <laughs> Shout out To Kyle, who's a badass. But uh, like just being able to watch the journey of these people who are watching you, I see the fact that I put on some weight since COVID and so has everyone around me. Every mm. single person around me has gained weight. I go back to yoga and I see the people that I used to hang out with before my yoga studio flooded. They're all the same they're fit they're active and i'm like ooh, i need to associate with these people because that's where we need to go right Mm -hmm. and it's really crazy just to think you can lead a volunteer army that you don't even know about if you just put yourself out there
1: yeah that's it commitment to risk
0: yeah just being excellent regardless of what it takes Anyways, how can people
1: get access to you? Totally. The best place to reach me is on all my social media programs. You can find me at Hidden Falls Media, or you can find us on our website, www.hiddenfallsmedia.com. We are a neuromarketing agency, so we focus really on bringing neuroscience and psychology inside of your digital marketing campaigns to make them effective. But Elena, it's been awesome for you having me on. I've really enjoyed it.
0: Thanks for coming on Alex. We had so much fun. I know everyone got a ton of value out of that. So signing off for today. This is the pursuit of relentless podcast. Don't forget to leave us a review. We're actually looking at that stuff now, which is really awesome. So yeah, thanks for listening.